Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station and at seattlesports.com. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Rain Marine Electronics, and Les Schwab Tires. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app, streaming live on MyEarthWest.com. Don't forget about the venerable TheOutdoorLine.com with blogs, podcasts, and so very, very much more. Good morning, Halibut Breath. Oh, man. How are you? How lucky am I? Yeah. I actually caught a Puget Sound yeah, Halibut. I'm not talking to you right now. Let's see if I'm talking to Robbo. Am I talking to Robbo? <laughs> Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Nice halibut, Joe. What do you, what do you think you. about a guy oh, that, that catches nice halibut like that and doesn't even give yeah. his buddy a fresh piece? Dude, come on. Well, yeah. <laughs> they they probably ate it all. Yeah. Yeah, because well, yeah, look, uh, look at him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I know. So, I know. no it's doubt. Good thing the wind isn't blowing. Joe would blow away in the wind this morning. But, That's, uh, yeah, nice halibut. That's cool. That Thank is. you. We've, I, we've got I, a coastal opener coming up later this week, too. I know a lot of people are fired up about the weather uh is okay for that opener but in the meantime uh you guys and some other folks have been getting some halibut out of the eastern strait man yeah there's fish out there man it seems like yeah. maybe you know the some fish have moved in um or it's you know the tides are better something's changed and uh i was down at john's last night just hanging out with some fishermen kind of bsing with them and and trying to I, really what i'm doing down there is like i'm trying to get you know robo robo <laughs> joey's got groupies <laughs> but so, so, so he's got guys these days yes. so um man i i talked to quite a few guys who've been quietly yeah. getting their limits yeah. out there uh-huh. every time and yeah. and uh there's some tricks and tips we'll we'll get into a little bit so later. before we get a little yeah. too far down the line i gotta thank everybody that showed up to harbor marine on tuesday we did our our ling and shrimp thing and and it was, it was pretty cool man dude. it was packed robo there no, it was standing room only. Yeah, they, I mean, they had they must have had That's you know forty five fifty seats there and probably un thirty un unseated butts yeah. that, that were hanging around there. But but the cool thing is to be able to walk down the aisles up and down and somebody would say something even off topic, right? Like as far as like you know, us talking about different ways to rig spoons up using mm-hmm. you know the basic split ring and swivel program or yep. or hey you know you guys told me about this how do you tie these hooks and all that kind of so we ended up you know spending half hour 45 minutes after the seminar just walking up and down the aisle showing guys just how to rig stuff and and i mean you know you you kind of it, it's great to, to work with the listeners and and to have such a such a loyal bunch of listeners that we have so it, great to meet everybody came down again thank you so much and i know the crew you know really worked hard on that down at harbor and it was, it was pretty gratifying we, to see we that have really response. great listeners absolutely a bunch of fun people for yep, sure. fun people yeah. super nice and, yep. and uh very thankful um for for you know nelly's uh seminar there on the shrimp uh you know it's a ton of good information and you know you can just see right away people are like oh okay you know like well, with just the little things my system yes with, with bubba's new system yes. it's kind of easy to get people going i mean you just plug in the system and, and off you go with the c-links and and everything um guys he's got bridles you don't have to tie any knots hardly anymore <laughs> you know pre-rig everything with those c-links and you're done so well and, great and system he's got those shots now robo those pre-c-linked rig shots mm. align so that oh, takes geez. so much out of it but because you know yeah, yourself man 
every time you go shrimping, that the, 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 it's such a challenge to manage 400 foot shots of line. Oh, those, for sure. Those yeah. coilers just take yeah. the, the dumb out of it. And for then, sure. uh, but you did a great job in that Ling seminar, dude. I mean, I mean, there's so many different ways. And, and we learned a new term from Joey that, that we'll get into a little bit later here mm. as well. But, but okay. So you got, you got a couple weeks under your, under your belt there in Southeast. I saw you got the boat out. Got motors on night. your boat. So, so yeah, was, I got one a couple nights ago. Weather's been just stunning here, but we're, we're still busy on the beach getting stuff done. But, uh, yeah, our shop up here, Bay Company, is so busy. I, I just feel I feel for those guys. They've been working seven days a week for months trying to get all the boats rigged up here. Um, they're still looking for help, too. If you're a marine mechanic, boy, and you want to move to paradise up here to Craig, Alaska, <laughs> uh, get a hold of Bay Company. They could, they could use the help. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're busy working away. Hopefully we can get the other boat in here soon and get it going. And, uh, yeah, we're like, you know, a couple weeks away from really – seriously getting and burning here so uh but in the meantime down south we had the trout opener last weekend thank goodness good. thank uh, goodness because today dude it is a deluge it feels, oh, is it? Yeah. It feels like there almost it. could be snow on the well, pass right now and it's pouring i yeah, mean it was pretty solid i mean um the lakes have been a little cool on the cool yep. side a little cooler than normal the weather was good last weekend but turnout was down a little bit across the state and and it could be you know, we're trout fishing year-round on a lot of these right. lakes now, so the openers maybe aren't as big of a deal as, as they used to be, but still a lot of people went out and, and pretty solid numbers. Um, also, the Banks Lake Open went off last weekend, last Saturday. In fact, we're going to get Willie Nelson on the show from uh, Northwest Bass. Uh, he's the chairman. going to jump on at 7.25 to talk about coming big bass tournament. Uh, over on potholes that's coming up here in a couple of weeks uh fifty thousand dollars on the line in that deal uh we you know we did we took a wrong turn in our lives yeah. when we were younger yeah. i mean what are we doing you know Just, this bass thing i know man i mean geez anyway so willie's gonna, gonna come on 725 talk about that and uh, make us realize what complete losers we, we actually are for not going bass fishing when we're kids. And then 625, just coming up here in a little bit, uh, Mike Olson from the Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited chapter. They have a really cool event, a Youth Outdoors Day coming up May 15th. Uh, Mike's going to come on to talk about it. He's also fishing on the Willamette uh, today with Bill Monroe Jr. down there. So we're going to get a little report from him. But this event is really cool. Tons of kids uh, show up for this event. Tons of sponsors. Uh, Sport Co. Outdoor Emporium sponsor the event. They got a trout pond. They got all kinds of stuff. So, so stay tuned for that. Six twenty-five. You want to get the kids out. You, um, that's a really cool event. Well, and and he's done a great job because it's not just about duck hunting. I mean, obviously, you mentioned the trout pond, Robbo, but you know, yeah. they're going to have SWAT vehicles there from Washington uh, State Patrol. They're going to have Eastside Fire and Rescue with the Rescue One truck and a whole bunch of other stuff. Their CNR construction is going to have an excavator. Going to put all the kids behind an excavator and give them a wad of Copenhagen and let them just go to town and tear up the friggin' parking lot. You know, I'm just so six twenty-five. Go ahead, Joe. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go for the inflatable slides, cotton candy, and shaved ice. There we and go. That's house. enough to get me down there. There you go. And then seven o'clock, our good friend Brad, Brad Hole, kayak fishing Washington. Man, he does the coolest stuff with his kayak. Uh, he's going to come on. He's been catching some just monster crappie, black crappie, white crappie. I guarantee he's been catching all kinds of other stuff, too. But with fuel prices right now, doesn't that kayak look pretty pretty cool right about now? Uh, so 7 o'clock, Brad's going to come on and talk about what he's got going on. He, he's always got some great, not only kayak 
tips, but just some great fishing tips uh, from all these ponds and lakes all, all, all across the state. So that's kind of what we got coming up here. Um, sounds like it's raining down there. It's a beautiful sunny day here. So that's which is uh, you're you're always on the other side of the jet stream, yeah. dude. And, and uh, yeah, so this uh, we got one more show. Joey, you and I uh, coming at you from Seattle. That's uh, and that's gonna that's gonna air next Saturday. Then uh, then we'll be doing three in a row from uh, from Southeast Alaska. Heck so yeah, yeah and and cool. so what we're what we're hearing. I'm ready. Yeah, dude. Me me too. I just you know just it's so just nice to get up there and get back out in the wilderness into mm-hmm. the real world, right? Yep. And, and and get up in there. But uh, you know, again, Robbo, if you look at what's going on in the Columbia River right now, we've got a Springer run that's now. Um, really challenging that 10 year average numerically, right? So, so we're, you know, we, we kicked, uh, 30, 6,500 over the dam on the 26th. And then yesterday, another 6,800 went over. And so now that the numbers, you know, approaching 28,000 spring Chinook over the dam. And, and this is, you know, we're not even in May yet. Mm-hmm. So anytime you're looking at that 10 year average, that's wonderful. It's also indicative, Robbo, of, the oceanic productivity, and we talked a little bit about this before, but when we were down fishing with Dave Lee the last couple of days, you could fish the main river, and we're seeing the size of some of these fish. You can't help but get fired up about what's going to go down this summer. Um, in in, oh, in yeah. addition, yeah. we heard things from Joel Martin. I've heard I've heard of a couple thirty pounders come out of Sitka already, and, and you uh, you know you know you've heard of a couple. Somebody got a thirty pounder in a harbor last week, or was that? Was that well, earlier? we were at a basketball game last night in town. Ava had a game here with a bunch of the other kids at the middle school, and so my buddy Joel slid up next to me. He has Alaska Wide Open Charters. A great little charter business here in Craig, and he was out yesterday. He he comes up and sits next to me, and I could tell he was out fishing. I'm like, you've been out fishing, man. You, smell you can smell it on him. Well, I just had that look, like you know, you got the wind burn look and stuff. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, I, I had about a mid 40s straighten out a hook on oh, boat no. today. Straightened out a big old sidewash hook and took off. He he's by himself. He's trying to get it in the net, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, there's some big fish out there. So mm. yeah, I'm excited. Mm-kay. Also, if you Listen, if you can't wait for the shrimp opener on May 25th, the shrimp shack up there by Deception Pass Bridge, they're they're open today. Yeah, and they got some good. Big load yes. of shrimp today. They are going to be rough. That is uh that is a great call on a on a really anytime you anytime you're it's it's Saturday afternoon and you're up close to the Deception Pass Bridge whether you're underneath yeah. it, on top of it, either side of the parks and and you <laughs> owe it to yourself. Dude, I love that area. Well, I was driving. I don't know what so it is. Beautiful. I love deception. I was driving oh. home. You know, Ray and I were done fairly early uh, last Thursday with our that's halibut. Hum- so. Humble brag. Hum- that's a humble, <laughs> humble brag alert right there. So I was driving home. We got and, limited uh, out on our halibut so quick. Yeah. Right? By the way, we limited out. Yeah, early. By the way, so we yeah. really got home at like eight thirty. Well, I, you know, listen. I usually pay, with yeah. Uncle Ray, I'd be driving home at like nine o'clock at night, and it'd be dark. We barely got the anchor wet. Yeah. Both our But I drove by the shrimp shack and. On a Thursday, you know, midday, lunchtime, mm. there was, I don't know, 20, 30 cars there and people sitting outside yeah. Yeah. enjoying the sun. It was Dude. They got great fish and chips, too. We stopped in there on the way home from Anacortes over Christmas. Their fish and chips is awesome. So, yeah, yes, yeah, swing at a shrimp shack, see Ryan and the gang. Ryan's a big fisherman, too. Um, you can probably trade some fishing stories with him as well. And, and, uh, and now we got lots going on. We got, cheese, uh, kokanee, bass, halibut, trout, walleye. Springers, and, turkeys, and clams, and, and razor clams, and, and we're going to uh, take a little break here. We're going to take 90 seconds, and we're going to tell you all about the new Ling junk food that Joey, that Joey just invented here, and uh, how you're going to get a big white fish dinner 
on Joey's new Lingcod junk junk food. I'm going to tell you that next. Hey, hey by, by the way, load up that text toy this morning. We're sitting here just we we can't wait to open that thing up. Uh, two zero six four two one three seven seven six. Hit us up at the Reverse Chine Hotline. Right by Wellcraft Duckworth Northwest Boat eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Give us ninety seconds. We'll be right back here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station seven ten and the Seattle Sports app. From the shining shores of Puget Sound to your radio, this is the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station. Welcome back to the Outdoor Line. I just have to take a minute here. Somebody that makes this and so many other shows go here at 710. Happy birthday to Matthew Bubba Nelson right there. Good morning, buddy. Good happy birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Talk about fishing again. <laughs> I know Matt's just cringing right now. Oh, yeah. The, the most reluctant yeah. voice on the whole show, no question. Happy birthday, Bubba. All right. We'll, uh, He's like, that's enough. We're going to get us get a, on with we're it. Get us a pizza pie tomorrow. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Speaking of junk food, we're, we're at the, uh, we're innocently, you know, taking in Joey's, Joey's Lingcod presentation. And I'm sitting there at Harbor Marine, and Joey goes, you know, those poor Lingcod, they eat everything that sticks and pricks and hammers, you know, and, and, they just horns love and teeth horns and, and teeth and spines and everything else. When they get a hold of a flatfish, a little sand dab, why, it's like a little Ling Twinkie. A little Ling Twinkie. <laughs> a little Ling Twinkie. And I just thought, you know, that's, that is an absolute great call. So if you are going out on that Ling Cod opener tomorrow, you'll get yourself some Ling Twinkies, I think. Yeah. This, and, and, this Sunday yeah, opens up. And, and so... We down at Harbor Marine, they had they had a couple couple different ways to get that done. Number one, you know, using the herring jig is a great way to get that done. But there's also these little double hook rigs mm-hmm. that you can hang some squid on. And even if you are using a sabiki rig, I, I would I would always put a little bit of bait squid on there. You know, yeah. and, and either squid or you know some of the Berkeley stuff you can yeah. buy is, is easy and it's you know doesn't go bad. So you, so you can just throw it in your boat and always have it on board. Um, night crawlers, yeah, night crawlers are great. They, you know, they love those too. Um, yeah, the, the live bait thing, it's, you know, it's a little bit more advanced. We had some people who'd never, you know, yeah. never caught a lingcod, yeah. never fished for them. So obviously jigs and swim baits, those are pretty easy, but boy, don't sleep on the live bait, man. It, there's nothing funner than fishing live bait. And and you made a great point. Like, look, if you're getting your boat in the water and you're keeping it overnight, there's no excuse not to just run out. Get your I mean, bait. Get your bait. Go get your bait. Okay, so so let's talk about the Port Everett real quick, okay? Yep. You you need to get out of the influence of the fresh, fresh water, water coming down that river mouth, mm-hmm. okay? And that's where a lot of guys, you know, they think, well, I can catch crab right here in a harbor. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and 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 they do, mm-hmm. but not fin fish. That's why we don't see that many herring in 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 the in that Everett Harbor area. That's why we don't see many smelt come in there, except at the very lower end of it. But also sand dabs, they they kind of dig their salinity in there. So so get out. You can you can get them off the bar um, directly outside the harbor. But I would recommend just bouncing over to Hat Island, that big flat yeah, Hat Island hat. Start at fifty feet. 60 feet, 70 feet, they're not going to mark on your sounder. They have no swim bladder like a halibut, so mm-hmm. they're not going to show up. But, you know, you're, you're going to be able to find them. Keep on top of your gear. Make sure you're straight up and down. Because if you get your gear out at an angle, you're, you're, you're not going to be keeping your gear close to the bottom, and then you're moving too fast for the little buggers to catch you. Yeah, and tr- I mean, if you're going to go out and try to get your bait, try to do it on a, a slack low tide mm-hmm. or a slack high tide when that thing's kind of slowing down a little bit. And, and get that bait. Because the last thing you want to do, I, I hate 
having to go out and try to catch the bait the day of. I do too. It's just eating up fishing I do time. Too. Yeah, you feel like you're behind the switch. Yep. So if you can get your bait and your boats in the water, um, and, and they're pretty easy to keep they alive. Are. Now, you can take a cheap cooler. You can go in and get a rule, a 360 rule bilge pump, I think for 15 bucks. Yep. Okay? And just make it into your own live well. And, mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the super easy, dumb way to do this is you fill this, you fill that, that cooler up with salt water out in the bay, and you hang that 360 bilge pump on a couple of hopes, uh, you know, zip straps, right? Zip ties, right? Mm-hmm. And you just hang it so the intake is sucking half water and half air. You just let it down that far. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Yeah. And that'll keep those sand dabs plenty happy to turn them into Ling Twinkies once you get out on, on, uh, on Possession Bar or out there at Double Bluff or, or wherever. There's a, there's, a, there's a, I mean, I mentioned those two spots. Dude, you can catch them off a hat. You can go up inside Saratoga and get them. Commando okay. Head has them. They're, you yep. know, they're link cod. They're all over. And, and for guys who have salmon fished but maybe not link cod fished, just, just always drop little waypoint when you're out there salmon mm-hmm. fishing and you happen to get into a spot and you catch a ling cod. That's a spot you want to go back to and, and you know target those lings during ling season. And you made that point really, really well at the seminar too, is like where you find a ling, you, you pick him off there. Yeah. Guess like what? Like where you find steelhead. They're going to recruit. Yes. Now, don't you find yes. that same thing up north, Robbo, where you find the same fish over the same structure generally year in and year out right roughly oh for sure and then they migrate up and down too and then i've had underwater drones on all this link Mm -hmm. a lot of this link stuff up here and you you know you catch what you catch there and sometimes you're like god it's kind of slow and then you take the drone down like my god there's yeah yeah and they're all over the place they're tucked into every little nook and cranny and you and when you look at and one of one of the slides you had in that powerpoint too showed the shape of a ling, right? So so look at a ling's pectoral fins compared to a salmon. Salmons are really, really streamlined. They're tucked into his body. Look at lings. They look like wings. Their, their pectoral fins are like ling wings, right? And yeah. so what are they designed to do? They're not going to travel great distances, but they're really good at small little manipulations and quickly darting out of, of structure. They lurk in areas. Depressed. Explosive. Bingo. They're, they're, they have, they're, they live in depressions on the bottom, or, or in some kind of structure where they can d- jump out and get stuff. And that's where those big, that's where that big mouth that opens up really quickly with, the, with its gill plate shut takes in a nice volume of water along with its intended prey, right? And sucks in ling just, yeah, dude, yeah, yes. I, I did a ton of Wet watching uh, YouTube videos and ling cod stuff. Sure. And, uh, there's a bunch of underwater stuff that's super cool. And it's like, it's so fast. When you get a, you watch that strike, mm-hmm. you can't even, you got to slow it down to actually see what happens. It, when they open that mouth, it just, boom, it yeah. happens so quick. It is. And, and that's the whole deal, Robbo. And you've, you've obviously, you've seen this too, is just the act of opening that mouth really, really rapidly. It's, it's like a short-term wet vac. They take in a bunch it's of a, water. It's the, their vacuum feeders, almost like, uh, almost like halibut. Halibut yep. do the same thing. Yep. Uh, Greenling are incredible. Live herring, if you can jig herring out off possession or something, uh, live herring are money, uh, especially the bigger ones. If yep, you can get some of the horse. bigger, you know, uh, the blues are even bigger than that. Some of the big horse herring, boy, that's just hammer time. But even green label, I mean, any of that stuff, you can get it live and throw it in your little live wall, they'll chow down on that stuff. But this week, currents are pretty rough this mm-hmm. week. You, you know, you're going to find some link caught at tide change. Uh, but we got minus tides, even up in the San Juan Islands. I think we got eight foot 
swings each way and and you know there'll be some link cut caught don't get me wrong but it's going to be very difficult and you're going to probably lose a lot of gear along the way but next week we got soaker tights all next week mm-hmm. and next week some link cut are going to hit the cast yeah, iron skillet next oh, week man. Baby. Yeah. um it's going to be real productive and, and uh and then again later i mentioned this earlier later in the week uh i think thursday the fifth we got halibut openers in cq out and, and out on the coast as well uh, and I just hope the weather holds up. If it doesn't, they'll just push those days out a little bit. But uh, I know people are just chomping at the bit to get back out to Nia Bay and get back out to the old stomping grounds and catch some halibut out that way. So Yeah, no question. And while, while you mentioned you back to halibut really, really quick, it is fascinating to me that the, the market shift now that, that we've seen within the past three, four, five years from a drifting strategy to an anchoring mm-hmm. strategy for halibut yeah. here in mm-hmm. the Straits and guys are really becoming more effective because of it. Now, don't confuse anchoring for halibut with any type of anchoring activity for lings. Don't even think about it, okay? No. You need to kind of keep moving around structure that and you can, you know, the, the rockier stuff that you that you're specifically looking for for lings you're going to stick your pick. You're going to have big issues oh, yeah. if you try to do yeah. that. Yeah, so, and like you said, a I boat mean, control the, program. You know, those some of those lings will live their whole life on one rock pile. Yeah. So, so it's not like you can anchor up and and do what we do with the halibut, which is we basically coax those things in with scent and our, our scent line from our bait canister. What are you trying right? to say, dude? I've lived most of my life on the same rock pile. <laughs> well, he lived. Nelly's yeah. lived most of his life too on a scent trail. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, I'm just going to get offended yeah. and get, go to a commercial break. All right, so tell you what. Get your kid out to this uh, Ducks Unlimited event. This is Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited Youth Outdoor Day. It's in a couple weeks here, the 15th of May, Meadowbrook Farms, North Bend, Washington. I mean, everything, dude. they got a trout pond. There's the SWAT team going to be there, fire trucks, crafts, excavators, cotton candy. Again, free Copenhagen's for the kitty, all of that stuff. So Bill Monroe is is hosting Mike Olson right now on the Willamette. We're going to go jump in their boat for a little bit. Come with us right now on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. Welcome to the BOMAC Tech Line. BOMAC has all the gear for all your techniques, and SMI Shellfish gear is simply the best. BOMAC, we catch big fish. Welcome to the Tech Line here in the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. That's Joey Pyburn, Matt Nelson, who's having a birthday tomorrow behind the glass. Rob Ensley coming at us from Craig, Alaska and reaching down to the proverbial Willamette River, also known as the Willamette to the Oregon. Well, I think their pronunciation is, you know, incorrect. They have emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> check out DucksUnlimited slash MyEventCenter.com and check out the Snoqualmie Valley DU Green Wing Day here to tell us all about it is none other than the chairman of that particular chapter, Mike Olson. Good morning, Mike. How are you, man? Morning, Mike. Hey, morning, doing? Mike. Hey, morning, guys. How are you doing up there? Oh, we're doing good. First of all, we need a fishing report before we get to the youth event. What's going on in the river down there, buddy? Well, you know what? Let me throw you over to Bill here. Uh, we just got our lines in the water, and we're hoping they go tight pretty soon. But here, I'll throw you over to Bill. Tom Nelson. Bill Monroe <laughs> Jr. Well, this In the Willamette. In the Willamette. <laughs> so what's going on down there, Bill? What's shaking, man? Not I've a seen, lot I've of we're just spring Chinook fishing in typical yeah. spring Chinook weather. Yeah, it's good for you. you know, it's just a little monsoony, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're, we just put our lines in, and we're on our first troll of the morning. Okay, so when Bill Monroe Jr. first puts his spread out, 
nothing's the same color, nothing's the same depth. So what? So what? What kind of uh, what kind of ensemble are you putting out there? What kind of color coordination are are we going to see this morning in in your flasher oh, this program? This morning we've got a uh, luxurious spread of you know nothing but red. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big red guy when it's cloudy. Gotcha. Um, and, and so I got some red out, some fish flash, and the eight and ten inch varieties. Cup plug, green label herring, and then on the bow rods we've got uh, some pearl trolls with some, uh, some some we've got shrimp and herring behind the two uh, bow rods with pearl trolls. So that it's it's we got to yeah. mix it up until we figure out what works for the morning. That that sounds like a tangle waiting to happen yeah, to me. Does. That whole mess just oh, sounds boy. like a complete nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yep. wow. If if there's been a common theme to this year's Springer Run. It's been we're we're seeing some bigger fish this year. Now we're up to the ten year average. The numbers going over Bonneville. I mean, those yeah. are the fish that kind of went by the the Willamette, you know, or well, or Multnomah Channel and all that kind of stuff earlier. So, yeah, pretty solid year overall yeah. so far, wouldn't you say, Bill? Exactly. This is a very common theme of what we're seeing with springers. We are actually starting to trend about ten days later and later every year for the past well almost decade and it's really you know i'll tell you the hardest chore is is management of this this fishery it's a really difficult task and i don't really envy them for the job that they have ahead of them but when you put anglers in the river you know from the beginning of march until the first week of april it's really hard to judge the run yeah i agree and and the more effort we put on the front of this run where we are actually Fishing the run later. I, I use the term fishing the face yeah. fishing the face off the run. It seems like, you know, that's that's when we get our opportunity. And whereas, you know, in a lot of management schemes and a lot of different different streams, we would let a certain amount get up past the pressure and in that way maybe not fundamentally change that run timing. But you know, still right. it, it, you know, you're the the Willamette is all it is always a wonderful place to you know, to, to get on those springers and, and you've had, yep. you've had pretty solid success this year. Have you able to, you've been able to throw one on the barbecue all by yourself and not, not I tell have. anybody. I sure have. It's been kind of nice to come back out later in the evening and get that done. And that's a, that's kind of a, a luxury of mine after I get one for myself. I love it. Yep. <laughs> you know, the Willamette's been doing pretty good. Um, for what's going over Willamette Falls right now, and for the prediction of the forecast, we have, you know, about fifty thousand that are coming back. We're not even close to this run being um, even peaking yet. So that's why I stay, me myself, I like to be in the lower Multnomah Channel, anywhere from Fred's Marina all the way down to St. Helens. This whole zone uh, just kind of loads up with fish. And they're not in a hurry to get over the falls. And neither are the fish over Bonneville. They they really they don't spawn anything until at least August or September. And that's when even the fall fish are starting to get up there. And it's just uh, kind of crazy how these springers run. And that's why we are after them, because of how much fat they have in them. They can last quite a while. Bill, um, as this fishery kind of moves in, you know, gets longer into the season, uh, does it change from like more it, right now, it seems like it's mostly a herring fishery. Um, you mentioned you're running some prawns or shrimp. Yeah. Does it change yep. as it gets later? Do you, does it go, become more of a shrimp fishery? Yeah, it will turn into you know the water started off this year at like 39 degrees, mm-hmm. and it was really that is strictly a herring show. You really just don't get 
hardware or even, you know, prong spinners. You just don't get those to work. And now we're approaching the 52 to 53 mark. We are getting into where things have changed, where you're going to be looking at prawns, spinners, spin fish has been the new thing, mm. uh, and it will fish all the way through June, which is kind of crazy because we're just not used to a fishery going that late for the Willamette. But like I said, it's been trending that way. Boy, you say you say spin fish and prawn spinners; those are fighting words to Pyburn over here, dude. You Watch know? out! Yeah, Watch he's out. just starting to start to fight. So, all right, you can't possibly walk by the internet right now without seeing 6,822 that went over the dam on Thursday, yep. man. When do yep. you start getting the itch? When when is that that magnetic pull of of the wind and and the Drano 500? Does that ever enter your the thing? Oh, dude, it's the, the really, left turn really game. Try to, I really try to stay away from the Drano <laughs> mess that that is but the wind river yeah. i i really like to go up there but i kind of wait until bonneville peaks at least at the the 50 percent mark gotcha. and you're looking at at least seven days of anywhere from two to ten thousand a day gotcha and and even the dows you can go up to the dows dam and if it has 1500 for seven days or more then that fish is really well as well um, it, it really is a variable, but the Willamette is such a really close fishery for such a big metro area. It, it's really hard to leave. It is. Uh, yeah, it I, is. I don't blame. I don't blame you a bit, Bill. Yeah, I think that's cool as heck. All right, before you give Mike's phone back to him, we talk about this youth youth ducks event. Yeah. Give me the Bill Monroe crystal ball here a little bit, okay? We're looking at the we're looking at the biggest. Springer run we've seen in a while. It's close to the 10-year average. The average size of these fish are doing a little bit better. Give me your give me your 10-cent prediction on the June hogs in the fall Chinook fishery and salmon overall. What do you expect to see with regard to the runs, the average size of the fish, and their their and, and the numbers compared to the forecast this year, the rest of the season? Nelly in the, in the, just wants come he's on, like, give, give me, me that good give news. Me it, give me oh, it. Come boy. on, Billy. <laughs> oh, boy. Come on. I don't know. That's, that's yes, you do. That's a really hard matrix to cover. Um, you could just lie, Bill. Yeah, just, just it'd be better just lie and make him happy. Just lie about come it. On. I think Tom, just, that's what Tom I need, does. I need just a data point. Just lie to him. Come on. <laughs> It's going to be epic. There you go. Yeah, no, there we yeah. go. Is that Thank so hard? Oh, my God. Come on, See? No, that's all I wanted. Jeez. Yeah. All right. That's hey, ocean charter talk. I don't know how to do that. Come on now. Go check Thank out you, Bill. Bill Monroe Outdoors on Facebook. All right. Thanks, uh, Bill. All right. Good. All right, buddy. Hand the phone back to Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Mike Olson. Mike Olson. Hey, guys. How did? You, how many did you catch? Well, how, yeah, come on. You were gone. Well, we were I, on I chatting put, with Bill there. I put my pole away. I'm, I'm, I'm limited out. I, <laughs> Listen, Paul's living pole, and you're fishing with a rod on Bill Monroe's boat, okay? So let's so, get... Hey, real quick, Mike, tell us about the, the youth event coming up at uh, Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited chapter, the Green Wing event. Tell us about that. It's an awesome deal. Some Something like 300 kids turning up for the event. Uh, oh, tell, boy. Give us the rundown I, you know, on that I, deal, I man. think we might... We might even have more. I mean, it's going to yeah. be so big. This is like three years in the making. COVID kind of set us back, but you know, we're we're full on. We're we're going at it now. We got uh, we got a pond going to be brought out from uh, DFW's bringing out a pond. Uh, our superstar committee member Kaylee and uh, Gretchen from Youth Outdoors are going to be there running that. Uh, 
getting all these smiles on the kids' faces. You know, the first hundred kids across the uh, across the entrance are going to get a free fishing pole. We got Eastside Fires can be out there with their fire trucks. Uh, Sierra Construction will be there with an the excavator. You kids ever want to run an excavator? Come out. We're going to let you run an excavator. Yeah, Isquah Hatchery will be out there. What's the worst uh, thing that can happen? What's that? What's the worst thing that can happen with kids behind excavators? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Just turn it pull, turn the throttle wide open and say, go get them, kids. I mean, Eastside Fire and Rescue is going to be gonna there. They're going to be there anyway, and it, you know, and the SWAT team is going to be there, too. Yeah. So they'll exactly. create a thing. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and we got the game wardens if they run over any elk out there. So There we go. Yeah, game wardens, so, wardens going to be out there. Uh, DNR is going to be out there. Cascade Retriever is going to be out there. They're going to be showing some working dogs and uh, Creekside cool. Angling out of the quad. They'll be out there teaching the kids to fly fish. Home Depot's bringing out a whole bunch of bird feeders to the kids to build. And, you know, it just goes on. I-90 Motorsports, North Bend's going to be out there with some Corvettes. we got fingerprinting for the kids uh, and parents. No. Uh, Tanner Electric and their big boom trucks. we got big inflatables. <laughs> I, I, you guys, it just goes on and on. It's just, so how do kids get like, signed up? How do kids get signed up, Mike, and when is it? Oh, so it's, it's May 15th, uh, nice. Sunday. And it is 11 o'clock to 6. And you can get on the Facebook page. Uh, and, you know, our flyer is all over the place. It is. And yeah. there's a QR code on there you can click on. Or you can just pay at the door when you're picking up your free fishing bowl. So right? super easy. Go to ducksunlimited.myeventcenter.com. That's ducksunlimited.myeventcenter.com. It's the 15th, two weeks. Meadowdale Farm, North Bend, Washington. It's five bucks a head, ages five to eighteen, but all knuckleheads are welcome. Hey, really yeah. cool deal, Mike. Thanks for putting this on. We appreciate it and keep in touch, my friend. Now go catch a fish, buddy. Good luck out there all today, right, Mike. Man. All right. Have a good day, guys. Thank all right, man. Good luck, Mike. Thank you so much. Good job, man. And, and of course, right, thanks, our, our friends at Sport Co Outdoor Emporium are behind this. The Seattle Mariners have stepped up in this too. Our old friends at Truck Vault, I ninety Motorsports. Of course, they have all those Yamaha ATVs and everything else. I think. Mike meant to say face painting. They should said, fingerprint the kids. And he said fingerprinting too, of the kids. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think. I don't, These kids nowadays. Well, I don't know. You know we can fingerprint some of them, you know. We're going to fingerprint them ahead of time. Hey, you, you get in the yeah, face yeah, painting yeah. line and you, you get in the <laughs> fingerprinting line. Yeah, yeah, so, I could, I could see you're going to be trouble. You go, go yeah. get yeah, fingerprinted right now. Go ahead now. and mugshot these <laughs> rotten little kids right now. Uh, Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited Green Wing Day. Go check it out. There's a there's an event page there. It's uh, my Ducks Unlimited. Excuse me, myeventcenter.com. Ducksunlimited.myeventcenter.com. All right, we're gonna pop out of here for a quick break. Coming right back at you with the Raymarine Picks of the Week right here for the last time in April. Right here, the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station, seven ten, Seattle Sports App. Welcome to the Outdoor Line Picks of the Week, presented by Ray Marine Electronics. Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater. Ray Marine, simply superior. Ray Marine Navigation puts you in command with the speed and simplicity of the all-new Lighthouse 4 operating systems that also brings in fish mapping, which is the latest iteration of the Sirius XM weather satellite info. Go check all that out and more at raymarine.com. Robbo. Openers last weekend we had the trout opener. Tomorrow's the Lingcod opener in Puget Sound. Rough tides this week. We got yep. minus tides uh, in the Sound this week, but there'll be some Lingcod coming out of the Sound. Trust me, guys, we'll get out there and, and and find something this week. Next week, the second week of the season, the tides are awesome. Soaker tides like all the next week. Um, so there'll be a bunch of, of link. Actually, the the second week of the season. Excuse me, not all next week, but the second week of the season. Um, Halibut opener today in the Eastern Strait, and then the uh, Area 5, Marine Area 5 out of CQ, and the coast opens on Thursday. So we'll see 
we'll see some good reports out there as long as the weather's decent. You just mentioned this. We were just talking to Bill Monroe Jr., uh, who's down on the wall. Going over Bonneville right now, we're looking really good. We've had two days this week, way over 6,000 fish over the dam. Those are Spring Chinook pouring over Bonneville Dam. And so, you you know, you're going to see the Wind River area and Drano Lake uh, take off this week. I've seen some reports, actually, the last couple of days, some really good fishing up there already. Uh, so that's great news. Uh, also, the Columbia River is still open um, from the tower line, what, the tower power lines on up to the Washington, Oregon border. That's got a small quota in there, but some folks will be out on the Columbia fishing uh, on that upper river uh, until that quota is met. Uh, geez, we got bass, you know, happening around the state right now. If we could just get the weather to warm up a little bit, we'd get that topwater bite going on the east side. But just need a little bit warmer weather. But we are going to have Willie Nelson on here in a little bit, middle of the 7 o'clock uh, hour here. He's the chairman of the Northwest Bass Tournament Series. He's going to jump on and talk about uh, the Banks Lake Open that occurred last weekend and then the big bass tournament coming up here in a couple of weeks. That's, I think, May 14th or 15th. $50,000 on the line in that tournament. Uh, pretty cool deal. Oh, geez, what else? The Link Cod opener tomorrow. I mean, you guys are already talking live bait fishing. Um, there's some some artificials you can throw, too. A lot of guys will walk swim baits down some of the rock faces up in the San Juan Islands. Yeah, that's one of my favorite programs, too, is, is working that structure up there. They, absolutely. And, you know, when, when you're, you talk about these challenging tides, there's places you can get away from them, too. So some of the areas that are going to be super challenging tomorrow are obviously going to be possession. That water is going to be washing right across there. But if you bounce on up to double bluff a little bit and get inside get that more in to a little get bit. tucked in closer to Useless Bay, that may work. The, the Hood Canal side of Foulweather Bluff, that ain't going to be easy to fish. But if you come around on the east side of it a little bit, you may be able to get out of that current. Also, the currents are, are, are weak and variable generally around Han Island and mm-hmm. around Camino Head, especially on big tides. You can get on up Saratoga. Just go exploring. But, but here's the deal, man. It is not the end of the earth if you don't get a ling on opening day. I mean, you're you're going to get them, but in going out there and working the program, you're going to learn stuff. And and sometimes in this day and age, this day and age of fishing, if if I go out and I don't get a fish, but I learn something and and that's going to produce on on later on down the line, you know, that's that's a form of success as well. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you got to you got to get out there and do it. Um, you're not just going to go out there and be a professional and, and catch your fish yeah. every time, you know, right out of the gate. You got to go out there and wet a line and you got to learn. And, and we talked about it at the seminar. I'm a big, you know, proponent of watching other people. Watch, yep. You know, hey, Nick Kester, he, he knows his stuff out there. Uh, you know, give him his space. But I have eyes on that guy. I'd, I'd be looking at, you know, how deep he's fishing, where he's fishing, how he's fishing, if he's catching fish. Um, and you can learn a ton of stuff by, by watching the guys that are out there all the time. And one of the things you want to, you want to do, if you're a first time link cod fisherman in the sound or anywhere for that matter, you run your boat into the, into the shallow water or up on top of the pinnacle and you drift down the backside. You don't try to drift across any structure. You're going to lose everything. Uh, so you can kind of meter around some of this stuff with your sonar and figure out where the top is, lay a waypoint or a couple of waypoints in there. And then that's your starting point. Uh, you know, back the boat right in there, spin it around right on top of that point, and then drift on down. Uh, you and, know, and, and use and that can... use that current to your advantage. I mean, yeah. that that current's going to allow you to cover some ground. And like you said, Robbo, you want to start 
shallow and work downhill. And and I'd also for for beginner guys, you want to be in contact with the bottom, but as li- as little as possible, yes, like hit I that agree. bottom yep. and get up a little bit. Those lingcod, they'll come up. You know, they'll chase that sucker. I've had them, I've had them chase it all the way to the boat. You know, six from sixty feet down. And I'll be reeling up, and then it's like, oh, geez, he's right there, you know? And then he shoots and that's, back down. That's why Nikki parks his rods and rod holders, dude. Yeah. You that, know? And, well, and, and when you're fishing live bait, I mean, and, and if you have folks on board who are, you know, beginner fishermen or they don't get out there a lot, yeah. the last thing you want with live bait is them to have that rod in their hand because as soon as that link cod grabs on. They're going to, yeah. They're going to jerk. Well, you can do that. You can get away with the rod holder drill on possession because yes. a lot of the stuff is fairly flat. But, up, yep. you know, everywhere else, boy, you, it's a hands-on drill. True. We're talking rock structure and whatnot. Yep. But uh, possession, though, yeah, that's a great call. And Nick, and Nick just doesn't want people to jerk it away because you're right, Joe. Everybody has that genetic response programmed right into their DNA to set the hook. I mean, that's what's just what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to well, set that's, the hook, but you don't the, want to do that's it. That's one of the bait. funnest parts. It is. It <laughs> is. To swing but on them. We need to actually yeah. say it though and point out that with yeah. live bait, you need to let them it's, eat it you, because yeah. they'll feel that life in their mouth, and then they'll take a second position. But if you if you react and and set the hook as soon as you feel a bite, You'll you're going to jerk it out. Of yes, their mouth. you're going to take it out of their mouth. Yeah, and let yeah, them and grind the, on it, man. The let other thing it. that happens too is they'll drop that thing on yep. the way up. A lot of times, sure even will. with a hook, they'll drop that greenling or sand ever, whatever it is. They'll drop it halfway up. Well, if they drop it, open the bale and send that sucker right back down. I mean. Uh, 75% of the time, they'll pick it right back up again. Yes. And then off you go again, and then start reeling again. And if they drop it again, send it back down again. I've had it happen two, three, four times on a drift and finally get them on the last time, you know. so And, you know, it's something else, too. You're, you're going to see other people out there being successful. Let Be happy for them. Let that fire you up, okay? Watching being close to somebody else that's being successful teaches you things, all right? You know, and then you don't even have to be nice about it internally. You go, well, if that guy can catch one, I can catch. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why you're out there doing it. And so, you know, not everybody now, loves. Now, you can be a counselor for all the fishermen. In yeah. Well, I've, <laughs> I've, see I, you, I've been on through. The red couch, <laughs> I, put I'm, the red couch out there. Sit on the red couch. Tell me how you I've been today. I've been hurt by link cod before. I've been out there seven I've times, been, <laughs> Nelly, and I haven't caught a link cod. <laughs> Fish, fish have profoundly damaged Therapist. me and my family. There's a, my there's wife's going to divorce me if I don't she get one. A, she wants white meat, damn yeah. it. Chicks dig white meat, for sure. We were talking a little bit about swim baits and, and uh, grubs and whatnot, too. I mean, guys are already doing that out off the coast. I mean, they do it off the jetties out at Westport. The guys, you know, climb out on the rocks and catch link cut off those jetties, walking swim baits up. And uh, and then the guys have fun with that in the San Juans. And then out at, around Nia Bay, too. Um, I know guys that, that actually throw swim baits up into the kelp, up along the kelp up in there and, and, uh, catch all kinds of lean cod doing that stuff. So well, different get, ways of doing it. They get surprised um, in close to that structure occasionally too. Cause oh, there's yeah. some big old flat ones that'll come oh, yeah, interrupt sure. your program. And there's in, so, yeah. so many cool swim baits and jigs mm-hmm. out there now. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's like, uh, I saw Nick Pulley is making these octopus heads they're painted they look like an octopus they have these big glow eyes on them and they you attach a big giant like 10 hook to the back of that thing and mm. you know they have all these um soft plastics that are basically an octopus and yep. you put that sucker on there and mm-hmm. put a little octopus tentacle on there for some scent just lots of cool stuff man i would i've been you know we were at harbor marine you walk around you look at all this stuff and and 
I want to buy all of it. I'm like, ooh, that's cool, and that's cool. Oh, look at that one. Bass fishing. It's like bass yeah, fishing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Steroids, Bingo. You know? Yeah. So, no question. Yeah, lots of fun. But the freshwater stuff is going, too. We, we just need a little warmer weather to get this kokanee thing going. I mean, gosh. Well, you guys just get a hint of it down there, and well, then it just gets cold again. Well, it, it, it kind of popped off. You know, after we had uh, Brianna okay. Bruce on, um, she actually ended up with like nine that day. I saw quite a few mm-hmm. folks that had their limits that day. And then they had about four days of really good fishing there on the lake. Then the temp kind of dipped back down just a little bit. And it's been, you know, it's still been decent, you know, nobody's going out there and getting skunked, but, um, you know, yeah, we need, we just need to get out of this 42 to 45 at night and Barely getting to no, 60 during think, the day. We I need to speed up a little bit. No, we need to keep that right here, right now for a while. Yeah. So it'll be nice and cold and miserable so we can go up to Sitka and, and, and do rotten, nasty, nasty <laughs> things. I know the kayak guys are definitely wanting some warmer weather, and it's, it is kayak season. So tell you what, we're going to pop out of here for a quick break. In the meantime, log on to Kayak Fish in Washington. That is the website of our next guest, none other than Brad Hole, kayaker extraordinaire and his kayak. Joining us next here in the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app.